I could never find another lover sweeter than you. Sweeter than you. Not the chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise. <laughs> Boiled down. Hello. Welcome. It's a brand new boiled down episode of the Chuddle the Pod Horror Movie Club. I am Brian. I'm joined by my beautiful co-occupants, Ross and Sam. You can follow at Chuddle the Sam on Letterboxd, at Ross Purvis on Instagram, and all of us at Chuddle the Pod on Instagram and Slasher. Today, we are talking about 2022 or 23s. This has one of those weird ones again. The Outwaters Mm -hmm. from writer-director Robbie Banfitch available on Screenbox now and as always we're going to give you a little spoiler free zone in the beginning and then we're mm-hmm. going to get spoily right after that so we're gonna get real <laughs> so i, I kind of mentioned before this is basically who it made who made it uh it's the stars robbie? one of the main stars our cameraman of the movie robbie, robbie? Banfitch, uh who's robbie robbie Ro- robbie robbie i'm robbie i'm robbie who am I? 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 Oh God! Okay, he made this this little creation, and then some of our key players in it. Well, you got Robbie Banfitch as Robbie Zagarak, Zagarak, Zagarak. Yes. Scott Shamel as Scott Zagarak, who's his brother. Michelle May as Michelle August, and Angela Baselis as Ange Bocuzzi. Those are our main four. Yes, Robbie, Scott, Angela, Ange, and Michelle all say, share the same first <laughs> names as themselves, but they were smart and changed their last names yeah. uh, <laughs> so they don't suffer the curse of, of my witch. We'll get into that on a different episode. So <laughs> that's who made it. That's who's in it for this one. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do a Goro meter on this one as well. Gore. Gentlemen, uh, basically on a scale of one to 10, Psycho to the Sadness, how gory is the film? How many cracks to the skull are you giving it? Okay, so uh, this is tough. Ross, go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say, um, oh man, if the lights were on, it would probably be a ten. But I'm gonna give it like a seven. Oh wow, oh, seven. What? Yeah, I would say that it. Sh- one scene makes it a ten. Without yes. that scene, I'd it still would, say uh, it'd still be up there, maybe yeah. like a seven. But I feel like I gotta give it a 10 just for one scene i mean you know, yeah I, I would push it from nine nine to ten somewhere along those levels because you're not getting in that sustained gore that you get of the sadness and just seeing all of it well it doesn't even have to necessarily be the sadness that's, but that's, yeah, that's like why i kind of bumped but mine like, down a little bit well, the, well you know the, what I, mean? the, like, I buttoned it down like a one point well yeah that's my <laughs> that's my yeah. rhetoric that i'm kind of going off at the moment so explaining it to you guys there that i think it's it, the only reason I bring it slightly down from something like that and would rate the sadness as something so much higher is because you see so much more. So much more consistently. But I will, yeah, I will agree. <laughs> like Sam said. Uh, all right. You know what? Eight. I'll go eight. I'll go eight with mine because I agree with you guys. I just, I feel like you've given lo- tamer movies around the same thing. Right. Score. <laughs> but but we only if just I started the Gorometer, s- so it's kind of hard. I feel like we're still out. in a weird yeah. place where we're figuring how much that really tilts to wear at these points, yeah. uh, which which is going to be a good point in comparison to the episode that you're going to hear the full length coming out later this week, comparing these kind of similar themes and but having different 
scores for sure. Who is this horror for? Basically, does this belong in the show's genre? How should you watch it? And is it for beginners? Not for beginners. Definitely no. not for beginners. <laughs> no, 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 um, no, no. This has enough of a. Unless you're just you like a, I don't know. Maybe if you're heads. like, well, even yeah. No. I was gonna say, if like, if you're a sci-fi head and want to get into some hardcore horror, then like that's this is a. This I would, would be say, kind of in tune. If this was your first, I would never do this as a first horror movie, but if you're a weird no. angsty 15 year old that's looking for some weird shit, I think you might find this quick and be okay with it. Oh, yeah. sure. Like <laughs> the, the, a 17 year old angsty me would have been like, special I've ever seen. Okay, like, this is the first horror movie I ever saw this. and I love it. I mean, <laughs> I that's. Love it. Spoiler alert, that's me right now. All right. So this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, found footage, ultimately. Found footage, yeah, obviously. Coming back um, to the old school. You gotta, yeah. Uh, and I you mean, gotta like found footage for sure because this mm-hmm. is a particularly shaky found footage film. 100%. I feel like hundred percent, which would lead into who is it not for? I feel like in this, it is definitely covered for... two of our big ones: a metaphobes and anyone yes. with motion sickness. <laughs> motion sickness <laughs> and 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 light sensitivity. I would say because there's some a shit oh, yeah. ton of strobing in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I feel like it hasn't been big, as bad okay, as some of the other stuff we've watched, but there definitely is a strobe. Oh sure. yeah, multiple times, multiple times throughout the movie. Um, this is not for anyone trying to watch this on their cell phone. Oh, that's how uh, I first watched it, and I, I thought know. I loved it. I, oh <laughs> I thought it was God. fun. <laughs> um, and if you're multitasking, there is so much going on in this movie. This is not a multitasking movie. I would say, as in, like this isn't like background. It's just kind of like you know meander around. If you're trying to figure out what's going on in the well, movie. I would say I would actually say well, that why I bother you're. <laughs> Well, all right. Um, (laughs) I mean, we could. uh, We ready? I mean, we sure. Let's go into uh, spoilers. Let's just get into this. Everything about this. Spoilers. Talk about our basic, you know, scenes that we liked, all the kind of good shit, lines, move, any characters, kills, the gore, the big, the big bang at the end. Hands down, my favorite scene in this movie is not what you're going to expect. It's I think in the latter third of the movie, it's the uh he's in the in the wormhole with all the lights and then like is just going through some like space time that conti- minute where it's just like and flapping then stops. back and forth between mm-hmm. the different sections. And then it just looks like a thousand lights are projected and then he's just like going through it again and then stops. I don't know. That was beautifully shot. Like it was so unnerving. <laughs> But also really beautiful at the same time, mm-hmm. especially with all of the other imagery that's been going on throughout the movie. Like it was the most, weirdly enough, the loosest and the most cohesive I felt at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I don't have a good place to start because I enjoy this film a lot. I, I, I liked the challenging aspects of it. I get the, 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 you see so much of it through a pinhole size of all like the crazy gore and stuff going on. But I mean, that didn't really bother me. Actually. It didn't bother I've me. Seen that as a all. big complaint, but that didn't bother me. Obviously it didn't bother me, but, and I'm glad right. to hear that. That's not, you know, the concern that you had either. I, I mean, I've been watching a lot of found footage lately as well. I did rec two. Then I watched dead stream. Then I watched this or no, then I watched Blair witch. Mm-hmm. Then I watched this. So, I think right. I thought and I was the- at a, a little disadvantage because I was watching. I started on the phone. I was like, "That's not going to happen." Uh, then I had it in a on a smaller TV, 
and I was also like across the room <laughs> while I was doing so. I was like, mm-hmm. it took me, I had to stop what I was doing and get it as close to the TV as possible to see that pinhole kind of like flashlight throughout it. Cause it's in, it's an insanely dark movie. I mean, I think that placed so well to the nightmare that ensues within it because it is, I mean, you're in the middle of darkness in the desert with a small ass camera uh, flashlight, the smallest flashlight ever in existence. And again, I don't, I didn't, I don't know that th- there was something there that like, it didn't I, bother me. It didn't bother like, me. The sound yeah. design. So there's a lot going on with sound as well, which real quick on the flashlight well. thing mm-hmm. is, um, I not only did it not bother me, I was almost liked it maybe because it's that whole, like searching the frame to find something you're following the light and wondering what's going to appear. And, uh like right it's giving you things to look for so it's keeping your eyes like moving and searching what bothered me was that for what nothing fuck you audience (laughs) um but um what do you what do you mean why do you think that though why do you think for what nothing fuck you audience uh well why why was i doing that i wasn't rewarded in any kind of way for my efforts to try and like understand or follow it. I, I do get that, but I feel that maybe it's a cop out, but in the found footage that it's based, I like the fact of how it ended because it is so like, it's an I don't know, experience where it's just like, sometimes like life isn't just a simple or not like a simple, like beginning, middle and end narrative. Although this one goes all over the place because we're dealing with like yeah. wormholes <laughs> and fucking dimensional rifts and creatures and a bunch of other crazy shit. So by the end of it, uh, I did. I, I think the first, I, I, yeah. Like, I, <sighs> seeing the ending, you're like, the ending, Whoa. no, the ending's the, the one of the hardest parts to dissect of what was going on with it. And I watched it, I've watched it two times now. And when I was watching it today, I was looking through and going through and trying to notice things within the first part of the film to make sense of the latter part of the film. Mm -hmm. And there's so much going on in the first part that comes back in the latter half that made me start thinking upon more of what's going on. I still don't know what the fuck is causing it in all these time rips and folding over itself. Presumably. What's all the dead mom stuff with the Michelle? I was thinking Heather. What do you mean? Blair Witch. Uh, did that have anything mom. to do with the um, latter half of the movie or the third act or whatever? I think a lot of what you see in the beginning. I think, well, first of all, everything you see on film is the ending and the beginning of the whole loop and everything. Because from the very beginning of it, it's seemingly not things are going on, but you hear weird audio distortions. You hear little triggers of noises I and such. I was So I think... This is just a super tame. We haven't gotten to the part where the horror, the nightmare of whatever's creating this really starts fucking with these people. But a lot of the things that I was noticing the second time around was certain noises and imagery that seems to be repeated in the third act in a sort of nightmare version of it. Okay. The earthquakes specifically. I mean, Mm -hmm. those come back. You talk about vibrations in the ground, but the thunder... And I was thinking about, because, I mean, there's giant, there's booms, and then there's, like, giant thunder cracks throughout the whole night. Yeah, Yeah. some of those booms The booms, I was thinking, because I almost see it as, like, they went into, 
they didn't know where the fuck they were going. They stumbled upon some area where presumably at some point the government cracked into something they don't understand. And it re- opened up this certain section of the desert that has a crack in it to different dimensions or hell mm-hmm. or essentially like hell. I almost think of it like a hell of like um event horizon in that sense is dimension of chaos and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so uh, when they stumble upon there, for some reason, it feels like everything that had happened before there that was recorded got put into the subconscious of whatever was going to create the nightmare and used all aspects of that to create nightmare this nightmare scenario because you had stuff with the thunder you had the booms because there's a certain song they're talking and they're singing about banging on the drum while i think it's the part where she's banging the rocks together so i'm thinking that's with the booming in the sky and then there's a specific part where in beginning where they do a camera flash and take a picture where you see a snap little flash that resembles and looks almost exactly like the the flash that comes before the tear Mm -hmm. the coyotes they're making all sorts of noise, which I think the coyotes and the ants and the bat, and you know that like crazy cactus tree he sees, I think that's a culmination of what was the weird beast thing at the end is all of those created into some sort of crazy ass monster weird thing type thing. Um, and then do, you ultim- think, then- do you think the donkeys did it? Well, no, that I mean, that's what I think the donkeys are just, I think they're just watchers <laughs> that can tran co between the dimensions Mm-hmm. and they're just watching it all but they're they're not going to help because they scared them away in the beginning <laughs> it's, it's such but a, fu- that, it's that, such that, a that, fucking yeah. weird ride dude and it then there's the parts like ride. there's there's so much going on and then i think like robbie and like i almost there seems to be a weird i feel like possession aspect going on taking over the bodies and i feel like whatever these creatures are because I watched it with subtitles or with the captions on the second time oh, around, yeah. which I do suggest because you get to hear a lot of fun and like see a lot of fun little quotes of like horrifying squishing noises, uh-huh. ominous like shuddering, Robbie, like oh. Robbie moaning. Yeah, Robbie lots of Robbie moaning. moaning, a lot of that stuff. So that was really good. But then I picked up on some of the more voices that were going on because there's the very clear one that goes "show me" in the demonic voice or "show mm-hmm. them." But there's one before them that's almost like a female voice being like, God, I wish I wrote this one down. Like, oh my, we're here or something. Where's my daughter? Some other weird stuff that seemed like, and it was the slightest little thing. I didn't notice it the first time. Mm -hmm. And then there's the part when they're at the lake in the beginning where Robbie has that kind of like weird moment where he's just kind of looking at the water and he's like, I just want to stay here. And then he says, I don't want to leave. And there's a weird distortion on his voice, almost like there's something in him that remembers like, we're okay at the lake here and what comes next is terrible. Like he's yeah. remembering the time well, loop at this it point. De- there's a lot of shit. The, it depends on when happen. the time thing happens. You know what I mean? It's almost like, um, have you guys ever seen Triangle? The movie of Triangle? No. Where it's just, um, it's kind of like a Bermuda, well, it's just a death loop. And then like they realize, because like is when Robbie sees himself with the hatchet, a does did he murder? Well, Skinner Marinks a death loop. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, yeah. Did uh, yeah? I'm just like, there's so many weird questions. Like, was Robbie the initial assailant that came down and like hacked everybody up? Because later on in the movie, you see a naked version of him cowering with the like the hatchet in mm-hmm. his hands. It's I don't know. Is 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 it eunuch Robbie? You know, is it? Uh, I mean, I'm by almost the end of thinking, the movie, the guy, he's got no guts. 
I think there's almost uh-huh. like a few different versions of him. And each time that the Robbie we're watching goes to the 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 rift, because I feel like he I don't I don't know if the rift is appearing before him or if he's going to that same location each time. And then that's when he rips into. Yeah, I don't think it's clear. <laughs> and then you know Surprise. he pulls his skin off and everything. I think from the beginning, I think the time loop has definitely started since the film starts. And I think at the end, I think he's reaching up towards the airplane that he presumably is in, or flying to his mother's or something. I think it's a weird time loop thing relating to the airplane stuff in the beginning. Or that's when the loop starts because oh, maybe the airplane flew over this area type of thing. I don't know if, again, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I, I'm all about, the, the thing I like about this is that, yeah, it, it, it intrigued me enough to go back and, and look for these things. And then I was like, on my second watch through, as I was looking for things to answer my questions from the first watch through, I found more stuff because I went back looking and I found some things I presume to be not necessarily answers, but clues mm-hmm. to something going on. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 fucking wild watching the first time through. It'll be interesting if I decide to revisit this to see the keynotes of like what pops up after like knowing what happens at the end or presumably possibly the beginning, you kind of figure out kind of exactly what you said, like just the keynotes that kind of like all the clues that kind of go throughout the movie. Yeah. It's hard to say. The gore. He cuts his dick off and guts himself with a shark oh. tooth. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even say the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah the... So we get a dick ripping. We get a self, self-made self dip- dick ripping. And then he also disembowels himself. Mm-hmm. POV. We get a POV shot of him disemboweling himself. Mm-hmm. It's pretty goo. It's fucking, <laughs> oh, a gallon, a gallon of goo by the end of this. I mean, we also see... Uh, what all, all of his friends with uh, de- their heads on pikes, de- pikes, yeah. all like mutate, like just, just they're not, they're not even looking, like bashed in and strange looking. and weird looking. Yeah, and, they're all like warped and weird mm-hmm. and like mawed up and stuff like that. Because we boobies. don't, yeah, we don't even know what they really went through and everything too. Because no. you don't even because remember the the phone call, the nine one one call in the beginning. You don't hear that on our recording at that's all. That's true. So that's a whole other situation. That and they the were sound on that nine one one recording is all fucking all jarbled and stuff like that. Because yeah. it's um, I want to know what the fuck was going on with the hairdresser getting sucked up out of the tent with tentacles and then comes back down is doing a little bit of nipple rubbing and then kind of just is laughing the entire time. Like that was that entire sequence was so weird. It seemed like they're all kind of caught in their own loops or universes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just occasionally bumping into each other. Yeah. I thought it felt very, I don't know. Yeah. Weirdly demonic. I mean, like with the, when you talk about screeching snakes too, and all this stuff, like, yeah. I don't know. I, th- screeching snakes too. The second yeah, one. That's the second, <laughs> the second one. That one. <laughs> They just decided to follow the screeching snakes on this one. The screeching snakes are, they sound like the two girls screaming every time they go by. So yeah. I know there's something in play there, which I think is, I don't know. It's, it's fucking wild. And the, the screeching snake specifically, obviously before then we see a rattlesnake. So there's yeah, definitely right. clear imagery of there too. The water transitions are also insane. Like, mm. the, like, especially the second water one where it's like you hear like orcas or whales in the background. Mm-hmm. 
which is like what the fuck the sound is all over the place the soundscape is wild but you'll yeah you hear a lot like of the sound like the there's the creatures and stuff towards the end there's a lot of slowdown of the like bat fluttering which he was catching capturing sounds of bats earlier in the movie like mm-hmm. a lot of these noises that you hear that are ominous and scary and terrifying in the latter half are in their normal capacity almost you hear them in the front yeah so again that's where it's like yeah but and it's again all stuff that you see captured so i don't i mean <laughs> yeah just has my brain going in these these spirals here it, it makes me feel like again one. the blair witch project or something like when i first discovered that as a 15 year old kid of this mm-hmm. this weird world this one obviously has a whole bunch whole lot more going on but this did a lot of the same things too and there's a there's a tumblr page that got put up before it of i believe it's supposed to be in the perspective of robbie's boyfriend i want to say five years after the fact of you know posting videos and stuff and talking about how it's still so hard we miss you and all this kind of stuff they did a lot of that yeah kind of viral marketing viral marketing fun little stuff like there Mm -hmm. i know people got packages and stuff in the mail and all that good stuff so yeah. yeah i mean the the that's i mean i could go on for a little bit about this but this is only a boiled down and i think we <laughs> talked about some of the the many weird stuff but there's plenty more weird shit going on in there that you know lots of drippy oh. blood there's yeah blood we got inverted lots weird scream snakes we got a lot of blood uh progressively weird clumps of blonde hair intense but you don't really know where that leads to and then we've just got chunks of meat uh, oh, that's that skin yeah. ripping and but there's lots of chunks forgot of for who's it for who's it not for it's for people who like feet and not for people who don't like feet <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. of feet in that thing whole lot of ankles yeah but, yeah <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I, I mean obviously yeah like, what, what do you guys think like yay or nay on a on a viewing do you recommend it do you i'd say see it yeah just be prepared to be challenged. We should also put this up at the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, see, so just prepare to be challenged. Not saying you're gonna like it, but I think it's worth seeing. I, I definitely it's, recommend it. I mean, you know where I stand. I just yeah. went on a 20 minute tirade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, no, I would definitely say at least see it once because it's fucking way out there, mm-hmm. and I feel like the more that you watch it the more you're going to be like Brian and find things. I'm just saying, yeah, be careful what you find though, because I mean, like when you look into the void, the void looks back. Exactly. I'm just the, I I could see getting interested in finding things. I'm just worried that the things I find are not going to pay off because that's how I've already felt. You know what I mean? So I'm worried I'm going to go back and find more and be like, okay, but so then what, you know, what does that mean? Or I think it ultimately leads to just it can't make sense because it's chaotic and whatever and it's just going to kill you in the death loop in the end or whatever but I think there's well you're a little puzzle boy I wonder if you like in puzzles and figuring things out has anything to do with it (laughs) yeah because because again like I said like going for the it doesn't everything in this felt deliberate and we'll talk about it more with 
in our coming episode of Blair Witch, as opposed to a lot of that being improv, mm-hmm. a lot of this feels very deliberate and a lot of the sound choices, because everything in the movie is diegetic. All the sound and the music in, in it is just, you know, just all part of that world. If you mm-hmm. look and listen to the songs that are playing, all the songs foretell in some aspect how the people are going to die or what's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. There's like the brother, there's a song playing while the brother's on screen about getting lost or some shit. And, you know, then at one point, Robbie's like, I think it's when he's in his mother's house thing at the end, the bloody mother house. And he's like, I lost Robbie. I don't know what happened. And we really kind of do not Robbie, um, Scott. the brother, Scott. We, mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably a That's puddle the somewhere. airplane in the house. That was cool. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. All that stuff. But yeah, yeah he, he lost them or whatever that, that like, there's all like, everything is very deliberate what's going on there. So I think that, so if you go looking for tiny things, you'll definitely find stuff to help explain. But I think the overall thing is that it's totally. supposed to be confusing and unknown. Well, is the Cosmic last that we see of, is the last <laughs> that we see of Scott where he's bloodily touching Robbie's back? Like at the very, when the shit initially pops off, no, because we know we see that Robbie touching the, Scott's back. That's Robbie touching Scott's back. Yeah, but we but then see, we see Scott in the airplane. The at, airplane that, at the mom's that's house. Kind of so that's at part. least that's oh, the last yeah. time we see him, I think. But we really don't see the, much. We don't see much of that. any of the other characters at all once it goes into the uh, mm-hmm. Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Worst Twilight Zone ever. <laughs> Worst Twilight Zone. Ever. <laughs> so, God damn. That'd be a terrible. What if? Oh, never mind. All right, let's let's end this episode so we can get to our regular episode. That's our boil down for this week. Stay tuned for later in the week as we have a brand new full length episode covering the Blair Witch Project. Don't forget to drop into our Discord and follow us where we are followable. And until next time. how it happened but our podcast got changed to a clean rating and oh. I, I was going through stuff and i was like "Ooh, switch that over real quick because <laughs> we are not that that no, is not, not even close <laughs>